Welcome to STR Unfiltered, where we give you actionable episodes without the bullshit. Here is your host, Bill Faith. The STR Unfiltered podcast is brought to you by Market My STR, the ultimate all-in-one marketing platform for short-term rental hosts. Are you tired of juggling multiple marketing tools? Say goodbye to the hassle and make your life as a host a breeze with Market My STR. Boost your booking rates and increase your revenue in no time with our powerful features. Our platform streamlines your marketing efforts so you can focus on what you do best, providing unforgettable guest experiences. Whether you're a newcomer or a seasoned host, Mark on My STR has got you covered. Stay connected with your guests using our comprehensive set of communication tools. From custom landing pages to text messages, email marketing, and social media integration, we provide all the tools you need to elevate your short-term rental business. Streamline your operations, enhance your guest experience today. Don't settle for less so we can have it all. Make the switch to MarketMySTR's all-in-one marketing platform and watch your business soar. Visit MarketMySTR.com today to sign up for your free trial. That's MarketMySTR.com. Elevate your short-term rental business with MarketMySTR. Hey everybody, welcome back to SDR Unfiltered. I'm Bill Faith, your host. Hope you guys are having a wonderful day and I'm really excited that you're here. I wanna to talk to you about the pumpkin plan today. Many of you were at my STR Wealth Conference last year, and I had Mike McCallowicz come and be our keynote speaker. Man, he was just absolutely incredible. I didn't know Mike before that, but I had read this book by Mike McCallowicz, and that's what he spoke about. That's what he taught. He taught about Profit First, his book. Number one, if you've never read Profit First, you probably should read that. It kind of it should re it'll really change your mindset on how you manage your finances and the intention of of who you pay, when you pay, payroll taxes, you know, utility supplies, all that type of stuff. I read that book many years ago. I've implemented that. And it was interesting after the conference that I had a conversation, uh, well, not after the conference, but after he spoke, uh, he was just such a giving individual. And most speakers arrive like 30 minutes early, an hour early. They don't want to be bothered. They jump on stage, they jump off. And then the, by, if they're contracted to do something with like VIP, step and repeat, Click, 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 photo, photo, photo with the VIPs, and then they're gone. Mike showed up three and a half, four hours early to the conference and literally was watching what was going on, standing up. If you were there, you remember the third floor of the venue. Uh, he was up on that third floor watching the speakers, watching the crowd, speaking to uh, everybody who was there. He's just absolutely the best. I've attended and been a keynote and spoke at many, many conferences. I don't even know hundreds in my life. And Mike was the best that I've ever seen, not just as a speaker, but he spent four hours with my VIPs in the VIP dinner afterwards. That's the type of people I want to surround myself with. Interestingly, when I got back to the hotel, I say the hotel, I put Mike up at the same hotel. He was still talking uh, to attendees at like 1130 at night. I had, we got done. I had the VIP dinner. Then I had a super team party. Then there was a hospitable host party. It's like 11, 1130. I get back and he's still there. Anyways, we strike up a conversation and we start chatting and he asks about how I invest. And that's really what this is about. And I said, you know, Mike, my, my goal is to generate, a, it used to be $800,000. It was a million dollars in income because I did 997,000 the previous year. So just out of vanity, I wanted to add $3,000 in income. That's profit. That's not gross revenue. And he's like, but I want to do it with the least amount of properties possible. He's like, tell me more about this. Because he's all, when I did my research, and I didn't know much about the STR space, that it looks like everybody's trying to get as many properties as they can. And I said, well, I'm a little, I'm the opposite. And I told him about my life plan, how I built this super life, and what went into it. And that took about 30 minutes. And he's asking all these questions, very inquisitive. 
And then we get into really the investing strategy. Because if I don't have that life plan built out, he won't really understand why I'm doing what I'm doing. And he's like, okay, well, you made almost a million dollars net, but you know, how many properties do you have? I said, well, you know, it kind of fluctuates because I buy and sell every year. And he's all, tell me about that. And if you know how I do it, I basically do an audit and every six months. And sometimes if I'm getting into buying mode within that six month period, like if I do the audit in February and then I do it in October and I'm going to go into buying mode and the market's fluctuated, prices have increased, meaning on property values inside of that time period, then I'll do an audit again. It's a return on equity audit. So I'm always looking at the value of my properties. And really, it's, it's the value of the properties and the value of my cash because we have cash tied up into those properties. Well, I'm going to cut to the chase, and I'll dive a little bit deeper here in a second. But ironically, Mike said, that sounds like my pumpkin plan. And I was embarrassed. I said, you know, I've seen your pumpkin plan book, but I've never read it. He gets up, he runs out of the room, he goes to his room, he grabs a copy, he comes back, he was on a different floor about five minutes later, and he hands me this book, The Pumpkin Plan by Mike Michalowicz. And we sit there, and he had heard that I travel uh, a lot of times with a wine suitcase. I opened up a bottle of wine, and we started talking more in depth about his pumpkin plan. And, I mean, it's incredible the similarities that I learned reading his pumpkin plan that I was implementing in my investing strategy. And I, he's like, man, at the end of the night, he's like, I got to catch an early flight. I got to go. He's like, I, this is like the best time I've ever had at a speaking gig. I really appreciate it. You know, hopefully we can get together again. So we kept in contact. And now it's, it's amazing. He's, I'm, I have my next in-person mastermind meeting uh, in Whitefish, Montana on December 10th through the 13th. And I'm bringing Mike to come and teach the pumpkin plan to my mastermind. And here's why this is really important. So I teach them my exact process of how I'm doing my return on edit, my return on equity audits. I'm identifying the smallest pumpkin, the one that's generating the least amount of return, or it could have the highest amount of equity. So I'm looking at the delta based on the, the payback, the, the cash on cash, the, the ROI that I'm generating out of each property. It might not just be the lowest cash flow. That's a big determination, but it could be a stabilized cash flow. It could be the second or third position from the bottom. But if it has more equity in that property, then I could reinvest and create a larger delta of cash flow. That's when I'm going to identify that property and release it. And the reason I'm bringing this up now is because I've, I've never been so excited to bring somebody in than Mike Michalowicz to my mastermind group. And, you know, he's just such a giving guy. He's actually flying in. Uh, on Tuesday, going to spend time with us Tuesday. It's not like one hour in and out. He's going to like hang with us and start teaching and brainstorming and then do it officially the next morning. That's what's exciting about me. That's why I like surrounding myself with people like Mike McAllen's. And it just so happens that it aligns exactly with how I'm trying to build my portfolio. And I shouldn't even say build, really minimize now, to be honest with you. So that was 13 properties uh, that generated about $2.4 million in gross revenue uh, in roughly $997,000 in net income. So you've heard me talk about that I sold my Beach Mountain property. It was still cash flow positive when I sold it in May. And then I 1031, and that fits in a, a small segment of my overall portfolio because I had bought that property with 1031 funds. I did do a cost seg on it. And so I'm going to 1031 out of it into the next property and then do a cost seg on the property. And the reason I'm doing this now is it's Sunday. And literally my wife and I just got back yesterday. 
uh, from Montana for uh, the very first condo that I had purchased. And very similarly to where I do a cash on equity audit to identify the smaller pumpkins, to grow them into bigger pumpkins by tapping into that equity, reinvesting that Beach Mountain property. I put a hundred and I think it was $130,000 down roughly. It was in a 1031 and it was generating about $28,000 a year in, in, in net cash flow. I accessed the appreciation. I think I paid five twenty, five twenty-five dollars for, for it. Sold it for like six twenty, six thirty. I think. I can't even remember, to be honest with you. But there was roughly $100,000 in increase in equity in, in just over the year that I owned it. <clears throat> I made $28,000 net. So I made about $128,000, you know, pre-fees. Let's just say hundred grand net in that first year off that property. That's pretty good. But I wanted more with less. I want to make more money with less time, more money, less time. Time and money is the only thing that matters to me because I want to be upstairs. I'm recording this 10 minute podcast before I jump in the car, before I go to a soccer game. That is more important to me in my life plan. And that's why I have this, the Bill Faith Success Planner. And that's where my priorities fall is family first, time with family first, money second. That's why I'm using this, the pumpkin plan to build out my portfolio. The $28,000 in profit and the equity, which was now about $167,000 when I sold Beach Mountain, went into the Corum, Montana, the Glacier National Park condo that me and my wife just set up. We just got it listed yesterday. Oh, technically this morning. It was her birthday. We had to fly home all day, go to dinner, Brothers Osborne concert last night. So really it went live this morning. And the underwriting, the performa, is showing that I should do around $171,000 in total gross revenue. And that's in the, I do a good, better, best. That's in the better. That's not the best. If I absolutely annihilate this, I might be able to get to 195, but I want to be conservative. So let's just call it 170 grand. My total operating expenses is going to be around $74,000. So we're talking roughly 95 to $98,000 in that income. That is 3X. By identifying the term of that $28,000, the equity in the property, how long that payback's going to be, right? Versus tapping into the cash in that property, selling. I did not, I'm not HELOCing it. I'm not going to do a cash out refi. The interest rates are too high. I don't need another fucking loan by any means. And I allow a lot of people do that because you hold and you buy and you want more properties, that's fine. There's a million ways to do this. For me, I don't want to do that. I want to go from $997,000 in net income to break that million dollar mark with less properties. So now that I've gone and I've done three acts, take $28,000 in net cash flow, and that should get closer to 90,000 conservatively in net cash flow. I'm going to get over that million dollar mark. So I'm going to go through that process again, right? And if I can find that next property that I can, and I did a cost sake benefit, but that's the you know, we never, ever buy based on cost sake benefit. That's the icing on the cake, right? So that's in a small segment of my property. That's going to be buy with 1031, cost sake, sell with 1031. So I avoid the cost sake recapture. Uh, but I also believe, and I am buying again before the end of the year, the benefits, it's going down. It's 80% this year. It's going to go to 60. After 60, there's really no benefit unless they repeal that. So all here's the moral of the story. Always be looking at your properties from a financial lens through these glasses, a financial lens. I am wearing glasses for those of you that are listening on the podcast and not subscribe to my Build Short-Term Rental Wealth YouTube channel. If you're not, you should. 
always be evaluating your properties. We, we hear ABC always be closing. We hear ABS always be selling. This is ABE, ABE always be evaluating. We need to evaluate our cash because if you can pull that cash out and redeploy that and make more money, more cash flow, higher percentage cash on cash, then you should be doing that. That's how you really leverage the appreciation in these properties. If you have any questions, just you know, hit me up on right, right there, Bill Faith 73 that's F-A-E-T-H on Instagram, shoot me a DM. But please just make sure that you listen someplace and you take action. Two extra steps is all that it takes. Two extra steps. That's the pumpkin plan. God, I wish all of you were going to be in Whitefish, Montana with me in December uh, to meet Mike and to go over this because it's so crucial. I think too many of you are looking at this the wrong way. It doesn't matter if you're in midterm, long-term, short-term. You're looking at the investing the wrong way. It should be generating the highest amount of cash flow at the least amount of time. Thanks for joining me on this episode of STR Unfiltered. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Thank you for listening to STR Unfiltered, where we give you actionable episodes without the bullshit. This podcast is a Hospitality.fm production.